0: Hey, 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 how's it going out there, my mushroom lovers? Oliver Carlin here, and I am the Mushroom Man. Today, I want to talk to you about mushrooms for depression, anxiety, and PTSD, nature's magic cure. So the big question is this. With over 10,000 different species of mushrooms, How do people that want to benefit from their various medicinal properties accurately identify them in the wild, grow them at home, or make them taste delicious without having to read confusing medical reports and possibly eating a poisonous lookalike by mistake? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Oliver Carlin, and welcome to Curative Mushrooms. So, you know, the other day, right, I was, I was looking at a statistic that I had seen online and it was pretty shocking to me. You know, depression is a worldwide problem that affects 264 million people and leads to 800,000 people dying every year from suicide. I mean, that is an incredible amount of people affected by this mental illness, right? And not only that, you know, the worst part is 76 to 80% of the people that are affected that live in the lower to middle income countries are unable to get treatment because they don't have trained physicians resources or there's just that general negative stigma that's associated with mental health disorder uh, mental health disorders right so as you can see it's a major problem and I think you know I was thinking about it. And I was like you know this day and age right it's gotta be even more of a problem than it's ever been in history Right, because if you look at it with social media and the internet, we're basically disconnected from real interactions with people than we ever were, and we're preoccupied with this idea of always portraying this positive thing of ourselves, which we all know that on social media we're not as perfect as we portray ourselves to be. Right, so this is this this, this pressure always to that your life is great, you know. And not only that, you've got all kinds of other things. You've got increased student loan debts. Um, Student loan debts are one of the worst, are one of the worst debts that you can get in your life because even bankruptcy cannot dissolve a student loan debt. I mean, these things just stick with you forever. You've got decrease in job stability. I mean, in March of 2020, U.S. employers cut 701,000 jobs. I mean, so we got big problem with job stability. Relocation, you know, people um, being relocated for jobs and the you know, stuff like that. You got virus storms like we got with the COVID-19 virus right now. I mean, we're isolated, right? Home quarantine. I mean, that's a whole other problem than we've ever had. We're social beings by nature and having to be stuck... In a box, you know, it's kind of it's, it's not normal for us. So it's all these things, to, you know, can trigger this depression. You've got um, tr- like what if you've had something bad happen to your past? You've got trauma. These things can make you just keep that with you and have this depressive feeling in your life. You know, um, you can have regrets, feeling like you wish you would have done something that you didn't do or maybe you did something that you wish you didn't do. And those horrible feelings can sometimes like, overly occupy our minds and our way we feel. And then you've got PTSD, you know, post-traumatic stress disorder where people just continually reliving a bad experience over and over and over again. And every time they think of it, they get all those horrible feelings back. Something that happened in their life. And so, I mean, there's all these things that can, you know, this is probably just a small list of the things that can trigger depression. But you've also got, um, so when people actually get depression, you know, they're going to have energy decline. They're going to, they might have a feeling of fatigue, laziness, exhaustion. Um, They don't feel like doing anything. They might have no interest in doing daily activities. Um, the stuff that they used to enjoy, they no longer enjoy, like their hobbies, social activities, maybe even sex, right? They may have a sense of hopelessness, feeling like everything is so horrible and nothing will ever get better. They might have weight changes. I mean, it's not very uncommon to fluctuate your weight by 5% of your body weight, you know, up or down just because you're increased or decreased your appetite. You might have a, they might have a sense of worthlessness, you know, just feeling extreme feelings of criticism towards yourself and the faults and stuff that you've made in your life. Trouble concentrating, you might have trouble remembering things, making decisions. You might have temperament changes, you know, becoming all of a sudden you just lose your mind and get angry really fast for almost like no, it seems like no real reason. You might have changes in your sleeping pattern. All of a sudden, now you just never want to get out of bed. You just, the only thing that makes you feel good is just to lay in bed. And so you just want to sleep all day. Or it might be the opposite. Maybe now long you can't sleep, right? You might have behavioral changes. You might get started. you know, it can lead to like drugs and doing activities that are dangerous. Because maybe you feel, you know, like you don't want to live anymore. You can have body pain. You can actually experience headaches, stomach pains all over your body, muscle aches. I mean, this is just from depression, right? All these horrible things that can happen in our lives. And I mean, if you think about it, depression, we only get one chance to live this life, right? To feel good, to enjoy this world. And why would we want to spend our lives in a state of feeling horrible all the time, and not having energy, not feeling like we want to do anything, and just missing out on all the things around us, spending time with the ones that we love, and enjoying their company. And what about them being able to enjoy our company because we're so depressed, they can't even enjoy being with us? Or maybe you can't even find a significant other because you can't even love yourself. How can someone else love you? And there's, I mean, I feel like this is a huge problem that affects so many people. And when you look at um, the available options out there, is you can see a psychiatrist, you can talk to people, which nine times out of 10, what? They're just gonna prescribe prescription medicine, right? And what's this prescription medicine gonna do? It's got a ton of side effects. It's addictive, You know, it's it might cause a million other things like appetite, weight gain, fatigue. I know a lot of people, that just gain weight and become obese just because of the medicine they're taking makes them lose control of their body weight. Dried mouth, blurry vision, insomnia, dizziness, indigestion. And these are just an, you know, a handful of things that can happen. But in reality, you know, prescription drugs, what they really are. And Joe Rogan says it best is they're just escape drugs. Okay, all they're designed to do is to help you to escape the way you currently feel. And guess what happens? Eventually, you gotta come back to reality and face that pain all over again. So you're gonna be on a constant um, rotation of taking medicine, and guess what? Big Pharma loves it. Big Pharma loves it when you're taking all this medicine because they're making money. And to them, it's all about money. So, you know, the this is, Anyway, so depression is a big deal. It affects so many people, causes suicide. I've had personal experiences myself where I've seen my boss so depressed that he went home one night. I didn't even know what he was gonna do. He went home one night, and all he said to me before he left the office was, hey, uh, um, I gotta take care of some stuff at the court, so I'm leaving early. He left early. Next day, he didn't come in. I got notified that he had taken a steak knife at the dinner table and stabbed himself in the heart with a steak knife. And he was struggling with some personal problems with his, with his um, spouse and everything else. They were going through a divorce and it was just so overwhelming, the pain and the suffering that tried to take his own life. Luckily, he did live and he's doing better now. He did puncture his lung and he was in the hospital for a while but it just goes to show that depression is just can destroy your whole world, can destroy this whole reality that we have on life and can and it's not really real. It's just a way of thinking and these feelings that you have. Right. And so the cool thing is, right, I was actually watching a documentary the other day called Fantastic Fungi. And on that documentary, Paul Stemmins was in there and it was really good. You got to check it out if you haven't. And anyway, in this documentary, they, um, they, they showed a section where there was these, and you know, fantastic fungi was talking about all different kinds of mushrooms and the benefits they have and, and everything else. But there was this one section where they were talking about psilocybin mushrooms, magic mushrooms and the effects, um, and these, these cancer patients that were enrolling in these, in these studies to be a part of these studies to take the magic mushrooms because one thing they had found was that cancer patients were overly depressed more than normal people. Even people that survived cancer, they were even more depressed than almost any other type of person. So when they took only a single dose of the psilocybin mushroom, it actually cured their depression in just one single dose. It may seem, un- it may seem crazy. It may seem like oh, I can't believe it. But you need to watch the documentary. You need to see the look on these people's faces. The way, the expression on their face and the feeling coming out of their voice as they're telling you these stories and the emotion just pouring out of them to finally, to, to have a whole new outlook on life. A whole, and they, they lost their fear of death because of this new spiritual connection they had with themselves and everything around them. And it's just truly touching and inspirational you gotta check it out. So what? anyway, what ended up happening is I decided after watching that, I was like, wow. I, it changed my whole outlook on magic mushrooms because up to this point in my life, I just thought of magic mushrooms as a fun drug that people took. Well, personally, I'd never taken it, right? So I didn't know about all this other side of it. And so I, I didn't realize that it had all these health benefits. So I decided to do some research And really dig into this and figure out, you know, what can I find out about these magic mushrooms and uh, there's got to be more to it, right? So I did that. I went out and what I found was a ton of stuff on there. And one of the people really leading the way with the magic mushroom studies and stuff like that is Paul Stamets. I mean, he's a truly incredible person. If you don't know who Paul Stamets is, you need to Google him and follow him. And he's just utterly incredible. The guy has been dealing with mushrooms his whole life, and I could get into another story right now (laughs) with him and how it cured his stuttering habit. It's just truly incredible, the stories he tells, just with one dose of psilocybin mushrooms. Um, And it was a very large dose, but it actually cured his very bad stuttering habit. But, what what I what I ended up finding right? So some of the studies I found is like according to one study with uh, the King's College London with James Rucker was magic mushrooms acts as a treatment for depression by allowing your brain to relax and release deeply rooted ways of thinking. Basically, it enables your brain to obtain new insights and understandings that were no long, were not able to be um, changed without the mushroom. So it actually. Believe it or not, it's actually creating new neurologic pathways in the brain. Isn't that amazing? Like new pathways. It makes new connections, new ways of seeing things within the brain that were not able to be seen before you took the mushrooms. That is really incredible, right? And according to Paul Stamets, it's basically a gateway into tapping into the world that exists Beyond your ability to be able to understand it with your human eyes, it creates a new neurologic connection in the brain that were not possible. It enables so basically, um, what when you when you learn about Paul Stamets, right, is how much he really he's he's dug into the research on mushrooms and and mushrooms and how they're related to human beings and how 30 percent of our dna is is the same as fungus and how we come from fungus and we are fungus fungus breathes oxygen exhales carbon dioxide just like we do and he believes that you know well if you go into the forest right now you step on the ground you're stepping on potentially hundreds of miles of my, mycelium which is the roots of the mushroom that grow underneath the ground, right? And it's really incredible. And this fungus is living, breathing. It's alive. It's very aware of your presence. Every step you take, you kill things, you break things. The mycelium comes out of the ground, grabs it, and digests it back into the earth and provides nutrients to all the trees and the plants in the forest. It's truly a remarkable um, thing, right? Well, anyway, he believes that by the psilocybin mushrooms that get produced by certain mycelium are are basically like the fungus's way the mycelium's way of trying to communicate with you and trying to give you a glimpse of a world that exists beyond your ability to be able to understand it so anyway (laughs) not to go too far out there with you but um that's that's just really the way he he talks about it now another study is um, people who have dosed with a heroic journey of psilocybin mushrooms which is five to seven grams of dried cabensis, always report the same findings they cannot explain through words what they're experiencing okay they're basically words are not able to sh- describe it it's the most significant experience in their life right alongside the death of a loved one or having a child if they consider it to be that significant of an experience in their life. And also they talk about the long-term effects that after one single heroic dose of psilocybin, the benefits that they receive last longer than four years. I mean, there's no medicine out there that's going to give you one dose for four-year benefit, right? or longer. And if there was, I guarantee the um, Big Pharma would not want you to get your hands on that, right? If you think about it, there's no money in it, okay? So there's no motivation for Big Pharma to do any studies or get this thing legalized, okay? Um, another study published in the Journal of Psychopharmacology showed that 80% of a 15 patients Who took one dose of psilocybin were still experiencing significant improvement in depression and anxiety four years later this was this is what we were just kind of talking about and another one recently there has been two studies published by the journal of psychopharmacology that showed in just one session 51 cancer patients were taking a high dose experience of psilocybin more than 80 percent has significantly decreased anxiety and depression while at the same time having increased well-being and life satisfaction. Okay, and then another thing I just want to mention, it's kind of on a separate note, but it's kind of related, right? Is there was um, research was done at the University of Alabama in, in Birmingham, and it showed that a survey done for 13 years on 480,000 prisoners that the ones that had taken psilocybin mushrooms were roughly 27% less likely to burglarize and 12% less likely to do a violent crime. What this basically showed was that just from one dose of psilocybin mushrooms, these people were just nicer people in general. How incredible is that? Now, they have this other thing. So you have different doses, right? And one of the dose is a heroic dose. Then you've got this liftoff dose, but then you've got microdosing. Microdosing is very interesting. It's a tenth of a gram, right? So it's almost nothing. And when you take it, you don't feel any hallucinogenic effects, but it creates those neurologic connections and pathways in the brain. And it's a very popular thing right now. You can take it like four days on, three days off, and on Joe Rogan number 1385 when he was interviewing Paul Stamets, they talked about it. And Joe, he even said he knows a champion kickboxer who microdoses daily and he says, the kickboxer says it's like tapping into the matrix and giving him an unfair advantage in his fighting ability. He said it's almost like he can see what people are doing before they actually do it, okay? You can check out that um, that interview, that podcast. It's really, really good, Very, pretty long, but um, a lot of good stuff in there. So there you go. Microdosing, you can do heroic doses. So I would say, hey, do a heroic dose and then microdose daily and receive these amazing benefits, right? So then I went on further and I was like, wow, depression, what else can we find on this? And so I was actually, I really got deep into this one. I love this topic. And I was watching one documentary um, called Dosed. And Paul Stamets happens to be in this one, not very long, but he's in there a little bit. And it's it's basically they follow along this follow along this woman on her journey to try to overcome opioid addiction, right? She's and it's very touching, very very touching um, documentary. And she'd been struggling for years. She had a good uh, childhood. She was she had wealthy parents. Just somewhere on the line, started using drugs and got so addicted, and she couldn't get off of the drugs. I mean, she had been going to therapist after therapist after therapist. She's been on different medications her whole life trying to help her to overcome it. And she talks about methadone, which they had her on as to help her with, so she wouldn't do heroin, but methadone was more addictive than heroin. So she was more addicted to the prescription medicine than the actual drugs in there. And they were just as bad for you as anything else. And she was, um, <clears throat> she was doing doses of drugs, and methadone and all these things they were so high and you know the problem with opioid addiction is it actually it blunts the little um stimulators in the body and the brain that stimulate opioids naturally in the in the body and you stop producing your own and when you stop producing your own because it's getting an external source of opioids and what happens is if you stop doing that the physical addiction is so strong you feel so intensely horrible because your body's not producing anything that the only your only relief is to go back and anyway so she struggled for years and years and years and nothing was working she was at the point of suicide when she got turned on to magic mushrooms and I don't want to ruin the movie for you it's really good but you can see how they really help her and get her through this journey and we were able to do what no drug was able to do out there okay um, so that was when I realized, okay, look, So this, ha- this thing helps with addiction, basically, right? So it cured addiction. It actually cures addiction. Let me, let me tell you one story about addiction. In a 15-person study at John Hopkins Research, they did it on smokers, so 15 smokers. 10 of the 15, after taking one or two heroic doses of psilocybin mushrooms after 12 months, had never smoked a cigarette again. That's an 80% success rate compared to a 35% success rate for pa- um, patients of variniclin, which is the most effective smoking sensation drug. Again, this thing does so many things. Addiction, freaking depression. And I found out anxiety, anxiety, right? Anxiety is a little different so anxiety is is things that happen in your our life events and make us worry a lot Right for stressful life events. Well in one study with 29 patients with cancer related anxiety and depression Received a single dose of psilocybin and at the six and a half month follow-up 60 to 80% of them had significant reduction in depression anxiety and quality of life and That was anxiety how much more anxiety can you have than having freaking cancer, okay? And if it helps with that type of anxiety, my God. Paul Stamets even talks about it. He gives a story of when he took magic mushrooms, when he had, um, he, I, don't, I don't remember the exact thing, but he, like, he had made all these plans for a long time to make this trip, and then the trip, something happened with the trip, and it wasn't going to go, and he had all this anxiety about it, and he just took a dose of psilocybin mushrooms, and he no longer worried about his trip at all. PTSD is also what I've seen. And PTSD, right, so these are, these are people that are consistently reliving and remembering traumatic events in their life. This can consist of anything like a natural disaster, major accident, war, combat, rape, assault, serious accident. Um, what it does not include is anxiety, depression, and fear. Okay? But it's a separate, separate classification. However, one study conducted with mice. Now, this one's really cool. One study conducted with mice, they were given a tone followed 40 seconds later by a shock and they did this for 10 rotations. Pretty soon the mice realized that when they heard the tone, they would cower in fear because they knew that pain was about to come. OK, so you'd basically created PTSD in these mice. Then the mice were given a microdose, okay, of psilocybin and after two rotations which when they did it to other mice took 10 rotations without a shock they had reprogrammed their free response and essentially removed ptsd and they were no longer scared of the tone so basically with the psilocybin mushrooms after only two doses they had cured their um, ptsd whereas without the psilocybin it took them up to 10, 10 rotations to finally get it cleared instead of two rotations from a, um, from a microdose, okay, so that's pretty much what I had found, um, again, this these magic mushrooms, we probably only scratched the surface, really, on what they're capable of, what they can do, what they can't do, um, the problem is studies are so hard to do on them, because what? Because they're illegal, okay, I see so many people complaining, oh, these were on mice, these were on this, because they're freaking illegal man how hard is it for doctors want to use these on patients it was in the 1970s i believe that they banned it from being able to use in hospitals okay so and doctors had to go underground to freaking prescribe this to patients so it's definitely proven to work it's not in big pharma's best interest to make it legal but the benefits are just flat out incredible okay and the one of the best things of all about this about psilocybin mushrooms is they're actually anti addictive by nature what do I mean what I mean is there's nothing in them that's ever gonna cause you to want to take them again it's not like other drugs matter of fact it's the opposite so when you take a, a heroic dose of psilocybin mushrooms the next day when you look at psilocybin mushrooms again you're gonna say you're gonna look at those things you are going to say no way man I am not touching those things again for a long, long time. Okay? And that's just the way that they are. Anyway, these are God's natural gift from the planet to us, from your fungus brother out there in the nature that's trying to show you the light, trying to basically allow you to step away from your life, step away, step outside of your being and take a look at your reality. Take a look what psilocybin mushrooms do. Is that that prescription mushrooms or prescription prescription medicine doesn't do? Is they actually heal you? They have the potential to heal you, the potential for you to look at your life and say, "Why was I prioritizing that? Why was that such a big deal in my life? Why was I doing things the way that I'm doing them?" And it allows you a whole new perspective, a whole new outlike outlook on life, and it allows you to really examine yourself in which escape drugs which are prescription drugs they don't allow you to do okay so that's that's what I have found and I'm really passionate about this because of all the amazing amazing studies and testimonials of real people that I've seen that have done this and it's helped them so much and the benefits are just really out of this world on what these things can do so now imagine you no longer have depression. You no longer have anxiety. You no longer have PTSD. You, you don't even have, you're not even addicted to things anymore. You have a new founded outlook on life. You have a new joy, a new love for yourself, a new love for everyone around you, and a new, a new found connection to the world that you never knew existed before. Now you can enjoy your life, enjoy your family, be there, and have everyone enjoy your company as well and truly enjoy this one chance that you have in this world. Now, that's pretty much all I've got for you today. Um, I am gonna be creating some more podcasts coming up soon. Uh, We're gonna talk more about um, how you can get your hands on some since how they are illegal, how you can get your hands on some legally and safely no matter where you are, even if they're illegal where you live. And not only that, I have some more coming out about the side effects, And different stuff like that. So stay tuned for some really good stuff coming your way, and be sure to check us out at curativemushrooms.com, where I go into more detail on a lot of different things there, and you can actually see links to studies and stuff like that that I only talk about here. Anyway, I just want to thank you for listening. I hope this was helpful helpful for you, and if you if you think it can help someone else out, please share it with them. Let them hear this message as well, and let's let's. Spread the knowledge, if you can, about, you know, some of these powerful things that are right at your fingertips that you don't even know about. All right, well, take care, and I'll be talking to you soon. Bye. Curative Mushrooms has to post the standard FDA disclaimer. The statements made regarding medicinal mushrooms have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. The efficacy of these products has not been confirmed by FDA-approved research. Curative Mushrooms is not making claims intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. All information presented here is not meant as a substitute for or alternative to information from healthcare practitioners. Please consult your healthcare professional about potential interactions, or other possible complications before consuming medicinal mushrooms. The Federal Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Act requires this notice. Thank you.